You've all heard the saying, there is no I in team. Well, that's partly correct. But we each bring a unique perspective and experience when working as a team. So it can be viewed as a collective group of eyes that work together to build a team of success. Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to get it just right. With host Dr. Cass Henry. In today's program, we'll uncover the tools of team success in order to achieve winning results. Now, here is Dr. Cass Henry. Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, how to get it just right. I'm Dr. Cass Henry, and I'm happy to share another hour with you. We kick off the winter season with additional insights, best practices, and impactful ways to drive social change. The best ideas for making a positive difference comes from an astute observer with a keen understanding of what goes on around us, that is, by being self-aware and socially in tune. Serving both the public and private sectors while teaching both governmental management programs alongside a business MBA presented me with an interesting observation over my 18 years of educator practitioner career. I observed that the government sector needed quite a bit of financial process and technology help to build more robust organizations that embodied accountability and stewardship, while students in the MBA program needed work skills to apply the concepts learned in class. I had in my class chiefs and deputy chiefs of various governmental agencies on one hand, and the MBA students with limited work experience on the other. I was presented with the ideal opportunity to pair up my two groups of students, where the government sector students were willing to give the MBA students a paid internship to help me build a win-win-win partnership that benefited the MBA student by bridging the work skill gap, the governmental agency by bridging the funding gap because the work got done at a very, very reasonable price, and the community benefited by making their tax dollars go much farther than hiring a consultant to do that work. This became a strategic blueprint I have developed to help my students over the years and volunteer my time as their professor and trusted advisor managing the project. Today's episode, Bridging the Skill Gap and Funding Gap, serves as an example of one such win-win-win partnership that acts as a living example for others to emulate at a time when students are finding difficult to get jobs that require the much-needed skills and the government organizations cannot fund the work that is needed to be accomplished while taxpayers need more with less. To help me with this discussion are two of my students. Deputy Fire Chief Jean Decker of Southern Illinois University, Public Safety and Homeland Security Management Program, and Karen Stalling from Keller Graduate School of Management MBA Program. Jean and Karen, welcome to the show. Thank Glad you to be so here. Much. I am so excited that we are going to have an opportunity to talk about something we have collectively accomplished and something we are collectively proud of. And 
we have already shared with our listeners the relationship. So in the interest of full disclosure, that is already out there in the public domain. So let me start with you, Jean. You have been in the fire services for 26 years and grown through the ranks and you have always embraced continuing education. And help our audience understand a little bit about you and what keeps you engaged in learning and growing as a ongoing process. Because you were in my class a long time ago, long before we engaged in this initiative. Well, a little bit about myself. I grew up in a, you know, the blue collar in the Midwest. And my dad, after being in the military, came out in the fire service. So growing up, I had a blue collar upbringing, you know, with a hard, a good mm-hmm. work ethic, and you know, um, I've also had uh, other members of the family in public safety growing up, so I had good mentorship, okay. and um, that has given me a good foundation for you know learning and you know the, okay. the chance to go to college where you know some of my um, you know parents and stuff didn't get those opportunities, so I took that seriously, uh-huh. especially when I got on the fire department that you know promoted education. Okay. And so that's where you get the passion to continue to learn and continue to grow. How about you, Karen? You were a non-traditional career changer who was passionate about learning and growing. What keeps you continuously motivated to learn and grow and get you to where you are today? Well, I think um, even from school, in grammar school, high school, I've always had that desire to just learn as much as I could about a subject. So that also transferred over when I began to get in the work, um, workplace. But what I noticed in the workplace is it was absent. Most of the places that I worked for were absent of mentors and leadership. Mm-hmm. So whenever I took on a position, I always had to at least figure out the type of work that I was doing. So that kept me excited about learning more about the position because Mm -hmm. since I didn't have anyone to go to, then that led me to continue to dig and search and go back to try to figure out, you know, to do my work um, Uh at at, at an excellent rate. So I think that is um, my passion because of the, mentorship that was not at most of the jobs that I've had and mm-hmm. leadership skills um, that was missing, that's given me that desire. And it's also given me the desire to help others um, in the workplace okay. if that's missing, if someone is, you know, in okay. need of help. Okay. So that actually set the context for why this pairing worked. But in order to... Uh, walk everybody through the process of how this got started so that people can figure out how they can take their own situations and start figuring out how to match up organizations that have the need for work but not enough money to fully fund it for consulting work versus students who have the desire, the passion, and this uh, conceptual knowledge to do it but need that hands-on practical experience? How do you pair them? And how do you build these kind of viable internships is an important conversation I want our audience to hear. So the best place, I think, to start that is, Jean, me going back and recalling how this whole thing started. On a Saturday, I can actually hear the fire engine in the background. 
So it really is a conversation in the firehouse. Um, On a Saturday, I got a call um, asking for, hey, Dr. Henry, you had mentioned that this was something that we could partner with. You always told us that I'm teaching you to know when you need help and ask for it. I'm asking for help. Can you get us some help so that we can get this done? So take us back to that conversation and take it from there. Yeah, the original conversation came from my chief, who was also your yes. student. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we were um, speaking and we were talking about, you know, some of our data management systems and our, our spreadsheets and where a lot of it's antiquated and still on a handwritten ledger. Mm-hmm. And after going to school and him seeing some of the, the data and networking with other fire service professionals in class and as well mm-hmm. with you, um, it um, got us thinking that we really needed to move forward with our with our um, data management and to be more efficient with our resources. Okay. And that's where we decided to give you a call, like you said. And he didn't know at the time when he spoke to me, but when he mentioned your name, I also related to him that I was your student as well. So. Mhm. Small. Yeah, it sometimes. was surprising yeah. because there are about four or five of you in that firehouse chief, deputy chief, and the lieutenants who have all been through the class, right, through the program. Yes. Mm-hmm. So and that's where that where we started ball rolling, and um, I believe the chief contacted you, and then we had a conversation after that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when he called me, he said, here is the need we have, but it will be really nice if you can come in and meet with my deputy, have a conversation, but in the meantime, is there a way for you to find another student who can benefit from this exposure and let me know. And then I looked at my list of students and thought about who has the maturity and the ability to pick up things on the fly and roll up the sleeves and work through that process. And I, as I went through my list of MBA students, Karen, you popped up, right? And then I picked up the phone and called you. So take us to how that whole thing transpired in terms of you getting engaged. Okay. Well, when I was in your class, um, at the time I was working part-time. And Mm -hmm. I was looking for a full-time position. But many of the interviews that I went on, they mentioned that I didn't have enough experience in trying to transition into a different area of accounting. And I brought that to your attention, and you you suggested, hey, what about an internship? And I said, well, that would be, you know, a good idea. I would love to do that, and I can get the experience, and I can get the exposure. Mm -hmm. But at the time, there wasn't anything, um, an internship that was available. And Mm -hmm. then, um, I believe it may have been a year later, I got a call Mm -hmm. from you and said, hey, I have a great opportunity for you. Are you interested? And um, I was very excited, and that's how that um, connection happened with me taking on the internship. Mm -hmm. So it is also important to note that while you had finished school and you had moved on looking for work, you were hitting that roadblock, right? People valued the MBA you had. People valued your part-time accounting work skills, but as a career changer, they truly didn't understand 
how you're going to translate all your concept knowledge from your MBA program into an actual tangible job without having done some of these projects that apply your accounting skills, right? Do you know to close the books for the month? Do you know to take those uh, close analysis and present it to somebody in a meaningful way? Do you have the capability to take the budgets and compare it to the actuals and help the organization tell the story of where did we think we were going, where did we end up, and why is there a difference? And how do we use that and forecast to figure out where are we headed, right? So it was that inability to prove through tangible experience how you can deliver on that is where you were hitting a roadblock in terms of employment. And so when uh, the chief and deputy chief of the Waukegan Fire Department called and talked to me, I thought, you know what, this is such a perfect opportunity to mature adult professionals I can pair them up and I can play the role of the trusted advisor and take the concepts from the classroom into a hands-on experience in the workplace. And so I scheduled the meeting, right? We scheduled the meeting and Karen, you and I drove up to Waukegan. And at that time, I think, was I actually recovering from a meniscus injury? Was I on crutches at that time? Not, no, not yet. No, it happened no, not our first okay. initial meeting. Okay, so we went there and had an initial meeting, and part of what we talked about is trying to understand what the Waukegan Fire Department needed, what are they trying to accomplish, and what does success for them look like for this initiative. So that, from my perspective, was truly trying to discern what the scope of the project was going to be. With that thought, we are going to go in for our first break. And when we come back, we're going to pick up the conversation and build on how we took that scope and ran with building a project around it. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you are looking for an outstanding keynote speaker, look no further than Dr. Cass Henry. Cass is available to speak to your company. She also offers organizational leadership development seminars and workshops. These seminars can integrate learning and development, customer service, processes and financial growth. Positive, motivated employees care about their customers and work products. Visit CassHenry.com or follow Dr. Cass Henry on Facebook That's KASHenry.com for more information. Organizational training does not have to be a difficult job. Visit Dr. Cass Henry's site to find out more about her organizational training curriculum development and global organizational training webinars. These informative webinars cover leadership development, career path and succession planning, financial performance improvement and change management, and corporate finance. For more information, Please visit CassHenry.com and follow Cass Henry on Facebook. That's K-A-S-Henry.com. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to get it just right. To reach Dr. Cass Henry or her guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Henry at hotmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. We are having a conversation with Deputy Chief uh, Gene Decker and Karen Stalling on bridging the skill gap and funding gap. Before we went for the break, we were talking about how our initial conversation was around scoping. And Gene, why don't you add to my uh, presentation of the scoping conversation? I know you came into the meeting with expectations and what were those expectations and why those expectations were important to be met? Okay, our expectations were, you know, to try to get a hold of our, um, you know, data and use our data effectively. And we had a lot of old, you know, like I talked about earlier, um, handwritten ledgers and a lot of stuff and, and that were effective in the past. And, uh, you know, I've, I've inherited stuff from my predecessors and I've had a lot of great people I worked with, but as, um, technology and, and tools become available, you know, we need to use them. And I, and not having expertise in that stuff myself, mm-hmm. that's where, you know, you and Karen came into the picture to have someone to be able to put that data that we want to see in some kind of order where we can actually utilize it more effectively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what struck me as the most important piece of information or the comment you made to me was that you want to leave this organization better than you found it because having been through the learning process, you've become aware of the tools of the trade and there is a better way to do it, right? So to me, that is what struck me and that is what is going to stay with me always, the fact that you had that passion and that desire, you and the chief of the fire department at Waukegan had that desire to make those improvements and truly lead by example because we're all standing on the shoulders of people who came before us 
And we want to build so that people coming behind us can stand on our shoulders, right? So to me, that struck as very, very important leadership qualities that you both embodied and communicated as we started this project. So for that, thank you so much, Gene. Yes, we always want to leave stuff better than we found it. And like I said, and, and for the future success of the organization and, um, you know, someone will come in and probably do a better job than I did. And that's the way it should be. Yes, yes. And that's not a conversation people normally hear about the government sector. And I think it's so important to point that out, that making improvements and driving that kind of innovation goes on in our government sector with our public servants every day. But that is not what's covered in the news, right? So I want us to take a moment and actually digest that. The fact that we as taxpayers are paying public servants and they're not squandering it. There are a good portion of the people who go out there and do the best they can and make a difference and make an improvement so that people behind them are going to have a better quality of work-life experience, right? So, Karen, on your part, as you were sitting through that scoping conversation, what Mm -hmm. were some of the thoughts that were running through your mind? Because you've learned some of these in school. You've had this talked about at your interviews. So tell me what went through your mind. Well, when you first brought it to my attention and we went out for the initial meeting and we talked about what we what the um, what Jane wanted to accomplish, um, I felt excited about it because I would be able to apply. I did know Excel, but okay. this was taking it to another level. So it would allow me to advance my skills in Excel, working with spreadsheets. Mm-hmm. In addition, it also helped me to understand the process of budgets, um, putting a spreadsheet together so that my formulas would make sense. Mm-hmm. Not only would the formulas make sense, but it would make it easy to use for the user. So mm-hmm. putting all of that together, I think when you're in school and you do a project, you kind of have the steps, that the instructions, okay, this is the next step, this is the next step. But taking on this internship allowed me to think on my own, okay, mm-hmm. this is how you want to start um, your project. This is how you want to do this. This is how you want to carry it over. Because I looked at it as if I was actually going to um, do the worksheet or the work myself. So mm-hmm. that was very exciting for me to take on that um, that opportunity for doing the spreadsheets. And it did help me with mm-hmm. getting more, gaining more experience in the accounting area that when I went on interviews, they said I lacked experience in. Mm-hmm. And so part of what we did is that we were able to preserve all the work you did, which becomes a portfolio that you can share without the firehouse data, but just the templates mm-hmm. and the methodology you could share mm-hmm. with potential employers to say, here are some of the things I have built. Here are some of the things I have done. And here is how the output have been utilized to improve the decision-making in these organizations. That was one. And two, the Waukegan Fire Department was also willing to give you a, a, a reasonable pay, right? Not, yeah. not a big pay, but reasonable pay as an internship as well as a letter of recommendation 
that goes on your LinkedIn, that goes on your file so that you can demonstrate to other people that you have accomplished something that has satisfied the need of an organization. So we accomplished three things for you, right? Giving you that actual tangible skill and allow you to get in the persona of being that person doing the work. And then also all the corroborating documentation to take as proof that you have successfully completed this. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, as I said, as I mentioned, it was much better than the experience that I gained was much better than actually um, doing something, a school project. Yes. Um, this was invaluable. It was invaluable. Mm-hmm. And that is truly the major lesson learned for me by helping pair up my students who, uh, who have a skill gap with my governmental students who have a funding gap but also need the skills, right? And as long as both parties are willing to learn and give a little, take a little, and grow together, there is truly mutual benefit, right? So, Jean, why don't you tell us about how this experience truly helps you think about sharing this best practice with other agencies in your village or township? Do you see other people benefiting from something like this? Oh, definitely. Definitely. I think, you know, the funding gap is only just a part of it, but, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to get that kind of quality work and, and, and stuff that Karen did mm-hmm. to help us makes us more, you know, um, able to utilize our data and be more efficient for our taxpayers because, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately that's that's one of the people who benefit as well. So yes. when you see all these partners with the students, like you talked about with Karen giving experience, the um, our department getting some of those spreadsheets and stuff she designed for us to make us more efficient at a very reasonable price that we couldn't get from, yeah. you know, going to a, a corporate um, place to get that in. and then, mm-hmm. you know, passing that savings along to the, you know, the, the taxpayers. Taxpayer. I think you talk about everybody wins. Yes. Uh-huh. So to me, truly, it was a win-win-win partnership, the three wins for the student, for the agency, as well as the community that's paying the taxes, right? And Correct. anytime everybody wins and it's not a win-lose situation, there is actually a positive momentum. And my hope is that this positive outcome, this good feeling is something that each community as we engage can spread it to the other agencies. One of the other important things we did as part of this project is we actually made sure Cindy, the lady who's gonna be handling the work day to day was part of this project. We didn't do this to bring her in at the back end and say, hey, Cindy, this is built, now go work with us? No, you brought her in for the upfront meeting, Jean, and she's been a part of this project. So her input, the way she likes to work, the type of things she needed to get trained on and polished up on, all of those were factored in the way this project was handled. And at the end of it, we actually trained and handed it over to her. So how did how did that experience go over for 
Cindy and the agency, Jean? Well, you know, Cindy was excited and, and to be asked to participate in this, and, and you know, it actually um, added to her responsibilities, but in, in a challenging way. It, it actually made her better and, mm-hmm. and more valuable to the organization. And how about you, Karen? How did you feel about not only doing the project, but actually working side by side with somebody who is going to own this and run with this and make it user-friendly for her? Well, I thought it was excellent for me to be able to work with the person because it allowed her to be able to ask me questions on um, maybe a formula or how does this um, particular spreadsheet associate with another spreadsheet. Whatever questions she had, I would be able to answer. And if I didn't, I would be able to either follow up with you or maybe we can figure it out together. But I thought... That's the best way to create um, a a spreadsheet um, is to have the person that's actually going to use it there because they have questions that I might not even run into a problem, you know, with. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was excellent. And then the other thing I thought was excellent, too, you're able to build a relationship with that person. Yes. So Mm -hmm. that um, later on, even after... We've turned everything over to them. We still have made ourselves available that they can always reach out if they have a problem, if they have a question, Mm -hmm. so that we can continue to help them along. So I think that's excellent because it's all about creating relationships. On that wonderful point, we're going to go for our second break and we'll pick this conversation right back up. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Organizational training does not have to be a difficult job. Visit Dr. Cass Henry's site to find out more about her organizational training curriculum development and global organizational training webinars. These informative webinars cover leadership development, career path and succession planning, financial performance improvement and change management, and corporate finance. For more information, please visit CassHenry.com and follow Cass Henry on Facebook. That's K-A-S-Henry.com. If you are looking for an outstanding keynote speaker, look no further than Dr. Cass Henry. Cass is available to speak to your company. She also offers organizational leadership development seminars and workshops. These seminars can integrate learning and development, customer service, processes, and financial growth. Positive, motivated employees care about their customers and work products. Visit CassHenry.com or follow Dr. Cass Henry on Facebook. That's K-A-S-Henry.com for more information. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
are listening to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. To reach Dr. Cass Henry or her guest today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Henry at hotmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. You are joining the episode Bridging the Skill Gap and Funding Gap with Jean Decker and Karen Stalling. As we went to break, uh, Karen, you had mentioned the importance of that relationship building and that relationship building truly in today's community public safety relationship goes so many levels further, right? We are living at a time where public safety and the community are not always necessarily seeing eye to eye, not so much with the fire, but sometimes with the police, right? So different communities have different issues. And doing a project like this and putting somebody who normally would never go into a public safety agency and getting a person who the public safety agency would normally never run into in their day-to-day professional relationship, that pairing up also helps in so many different ways to build the community relationship and bridge the so many different social barriers we have in our society too. So to me, that was another powerful takeaway coming out of this internship. Did you both feel that? Yeah, I did. And I, I felt like a commitment to like the greater good. And I think that's one thing we need to hit on, on is this is not everything's about the dollars. Sometimes yes. it's about doing what's right and, and mm-hmm. for the greater good and public safety to protect, you know, um, our citizens and stuff like that. And, and, and to get some of this help with the funding. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's for the greater good. And I think sometimes that gets lost track of it in today's world. Yeah, and that that is so beautifully put, Jane, because ultimately when you are here to serve and protect, you're not looking at it from a physical, human, and property perspective. You're taking it to the next level of fiscal accountability and responsibility and being good stewards and guardians of the tax money. And for the greater good, I mean, you were willing to take on and hand over some of your documents and information to help a student get practical work skills, right? So you guys had to put a lot of trust and faith in me and the student that I brought in. At the same time, Karen was willing to roll up her sleeves and get the work done. And to me, that's the kind of beautiful thing that is actually building towards that greater good. How did you feel about that aspect of the internship, Karen? Well, you know, I really felt good about the fact that um, Jean trusted both of us with the Mm -hmm. sensitive data for building the spreadsheet and making Mm -hmm. sure that the integrity of it would translate over. Um, Mm -hmm. That was a good feeling. And um, I also appreciated the fact that I didn't feel rushed, Um, even Mm -hmm. though we did our Time, or the spreadsheets in a timely manner, um, it didn't feel as if sometimes you might work with an individual and they're like, you know, we need a turnaround within two weeks or something like that. But I felt comfortable enough to create the spreadsheets in a timely manner, 
mm-hmm. and then send it back, you know, so that they can review or that we can go back and have our meeting so that we mm-hmm. can go back and forth if there were any changes. But I like the fact that we were able to um, not just create a spreadsheet one time, but go back for mm-hmm. additional visits so that we can continue to build on the spreadsheet and make it perfect so that at our last meeting, everything just flowed perfectly. And then the other thing I like um, about taking on this project, too, is something that Gene said is um, in the beginning when he did the budget, um, he didn't have something that, a tool that would be able to make his job efficient. And he Mm -hmm. wanted to leave that for the next person that um, has that position. And mm-hmm. I thought that that was just excellent. I, I, I was glad that I was able to partner along with an organization mm-hmm. that um, has people that feel that way. I want mm-hmm. to leave something to make it more efficient. And then that person may be able to build on that and make it even more efficient. But mm-hmm. I think that's how we work together, and as you mentioned, we have a win-win-win situation. Yes, and the one person who we don't have on the show but who has been integral to this whole process was Cindy, right? So Cindy was available to us, and Mm -hmm. we went back and forth with her to make sure that whatever we're building is going to work for her. And we also looked at what are the type of uh, scenarios the leadership of the firehouse have to present to their uh, leaders in the community, right, as part of the results. And we talked about how can you take these analysis of the actuals, analysis of the budget, analysis of the forecast, and then you can start using the Excel tools itself with this template we built to do charts and graphs to give trend analysis so that the story can be painted with visual pictures to have a larger impact than just numbers and words. Do you want to build on that a little bit, Gene, as to the importance of being able to have tools that allow you to use visualization of the data for better decisions? Yeah, I mean, when, I, I think when you're when you're showing it to to other people, you know whether it's, you know, some of the city officials and stuff like that, I think people are visual, and if you can give them a quick snapshot of how something looks rather than have them read through, mm-hmm. you know, spreadsheets, you know, if you do the work for them to give them the data, it makes it much more easy for people to digest and understand. Yes. Uh-huh. So the important concept here is a lot of times people think there's really no difference between giving people words and numbers versus showing pictures. But if we step back and look at it from an actual decision-making perspective, there's a difference between data, reports, analysis and insight to actual information that is impactful for making decisions, right? So in this one project, what we accomplished is taking the data that is manually tracked and managed capture it in a way that it creates the reports and the reports feed into a analysis of how we are doing compared to what we thought we were going to do and then take it one step further and convert that analysis 
into visualized insights so that the decision makers can act. And that is what we, in a sum total, think of decision support with accountability for stewardship, right? And we were able to accomplish this through a simple project. And ultimately, this is what we are trying to teach in class. This is what we are trying to implement across our public and private sector organizations. And I am personally very, very energized that as the professor and as the practitioner in this public and private space, that I am blessed to have the kind of students who are willing to take the classroom lessons and take it one step further and help me build with the belief that we are building for the greater good. So jumping off of that, what I want to talk to you guys about is part of this experience has gone into the new organization we have all been a part of starting, right? The AGA Greater Chicago Chapter. When I picked up the phone and asked you guys to be a part of this organization, to take some of our passion and some of what we have accomplished forward, you both jumped on board. So talk to me about what fascinated you in engaging in this organization and how you feel about taking this one experience and spreading it and making it contagious. Well, for me, um, the reason I was interested in it is because I will continue to learn, I will continue to grow, and then I will also be able to help others, mentor others into um, maybe growing in whatever their career path is, um, Mm -hmm. helping out in the community, which is something that I did with the internship. Mm -hmm. And I think that this particular organization speaks to that. Um, And that's what I'm really excited about. And then also forming relationships with all type of industries. Um, And I think that that's really exciting for me. Wonderful. How about you, Jean? I know you and Cindy are both part of the organization and you are part of paying it forward. Yeah, and I think part of this is, you know, you look at other members of the AGA and some are other public safety, but some are, you know, private sector and uh, create mm-hmm. relationships across the sectors and um, learn from each other and create a synergy for this type of project that we did with you and Karen and, you know, to get other people on board. I think that's a great platform to do that from. Mm-hmm. So for the listeners who are curious about what is this AGA Greater Chicago Chapter, It is a new chapter that is locally in the greater Chicago area that is under the sponsorship of the National AGA that focuses on accountability for our shared prosperity in our public space, in partnership with our private sector. But in this chapter, what we have been able to do is do a pilot program of bringing corporate members from the private sector, universities, professors, students, as well as the public sector, but not just people in the accounting audit fields, but also people who are making decisions for the various agencies, who are leading these agencies and who are truly setting the tone at the top for stewardship, for accountability, and responsible leadership. 
And as an organization, what we are trying to do is take this best practice internship and various other elements that have been identified over the years and bring it into one place and serve our local community. So when we come back from our final break, what I would like to hear from both of you is to see how you see yourself helping both the AGA and our community in taking some of these ideas and increasing the impact in a geometric way with other students and other organizations. So we'll pick this conversation up as soon as we get back from break. Build a better business, achieve that goal, make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. If you are looking for an outstanding keynote speaker, look no further than Dr. Cass Henry. Cass is available to speak to your company. She also offers organizational leadership development seminars and workshops. These seminars can integrate learning and development, customer service, processes, and financial growth. Positive, motivated employees care about their customers and work products. Visit CassHenry.com or follow Dr. Cass Henry on Facebook. That's CassHenry.com for more information. Organizational training does not have to be a difficult job. Visit Dr. Cass Henry's site to find out more about her organizational training curriculum development and global organizational training webinars. These informative webinars cover leadership development, career path and succession planning, financial performance improvement and change management, and corporate finance. For more information, please visit CassHenry.com and follow Cass Henry on Facebook. That's CassHenry.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You're listening to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks. How to get it just right. To reach Dr. Cass Henry or her guest today, please call one 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. You may also send an email to drcasshenry at hotmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to Unleashed in a Goldilocks How to Get It Just Right. We are having a conversation with the episode Bridging the Skill Gap and Funding Gap with Deputy Chief Gene uh, Decker and Karen Stalling. As we enter our final segment here, what I wanted to is start talking about how you envision magnifying this impact and trying to spread the wealth across our Chicago land community. I think a good way to do it, and you know, this, this 
radio program is a good start, mm-hmm. but also, you know, talking with other members of the AGA and just sharing the story of the project we did and mm-hmm. how everybody won from this and, and, and try to create a buzz or some synergy mm-hmm. for other people to want to try to duplicate this. So let me ask you this. What if we put a 50-minute presentation session that the three of us tag team and develop with PowerPoints, right? Yes. And then actually make it, because every month we're supposed to deliver an education session. This sits right in the sweet spot of building accountability and responsible stewardship. Why don't we take some of these uh, schedules, examples, without the data, and how this whole project came about and the win-win partnership and actually deliver something for the benefit of everybody. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I agree. And then we might even then offer it up to the national AGA if they want it as part of a webinar for the national audience. We can also make that available to them. Yeah, I'd be all for that. Okay, beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, Karen... I know you are on the board of the new AGA as our treasurer, and you're also now full-time working for the Illinois Department of Transportation. So you've come a long way from this internship, right? And I, yeah. I, I can't be prouder of both sides of my students. I'm like the proud mama where all my kids graduated and I've been to everybody's graduation. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so where do you see this going for you? Well, I see me growing, um, taking on the position of treasurer. I see myself growing and learning even more um, to apply for my accounting skills. And then I also see myself um, being active in the community and helping in any way that I can since we are bringing alongside the private, the public sector, colleges, universities. So that's going to create... a lot of relationships, a lot of networking, and an opportunity to branch out not only just for accounting, but it may be for um, a different type of field um, that I would be able to help anyone. And I think that is the key for me, um, being a part of AGA, is just to be able to lend my skills, whatever skills I have, and then maybe I can pick up additional skills from learning from someone else within the organization. Yes. Um, that's, that's my goal. Okay. Okay. So, Jean, as part of taking this and replicating it across the organization for our membership and our community, the board is structured with multiple roles. We have a social media and marketing director. We have a technology and uh, records director. We have um, meetings and events director. And with each of them, we are pairing up students. Somebody who is specializing in social media and marketing is paired up with the social media and marketing director. Somebody who is going to school for technology is paired up with the technology person. Somebody who is going to school for hospitality and event planning type of uh, education, they are paired up with the meetings director. And somebody who is going to school for social work type background is going to be paired up with our community service director. And so we want to bring in as many fields of study into this organization to give students that practical know-how 
at the same time use it as a springboard to show people all these fields have a role in the government. Government requires all these professionals to work and help make our communities better in so many different ways. And in that process, we also want to start building internships outside of the AGA, just like we did with your agency, with the Buckingham Fire Department for other students so that we truly have a value add for university students. What do you think about that idea? I said, I think it's a great idea. I mean, everybody wins with, you know, the, the funding gap to the, you know, people getting experience um, that when some people graduate from school, that, that's like Karen shared that during the interviews that, that she was always lacking the experience. And mm-hmm. this gives them an avenue to, to do that. And, you know, and we get a good product on our end that is cost effective to the taxpayers and, and a great tool. I mean, I think it's just moving forward. The more fields that get involved, like you say, the government has many different fields and many different professionals yes. that could, um, uh, could use, you know, pairing, like you said, with the different specialties. Beautiful. And I can't believe we are truly uh, at the end of our show. I really would like to take a moment and thank both of you from the bottom of my heart, not just for showing up and doing the show with me, but for actually trusting my recommendation and willing to take this journey with me and be a part of my ongoing experiment. Well, I tell you, it's time to thank you too, Dr. Henry, because you've been a, a good mentor to people and, you know, Obviously, you know, during all your teaching career, um, you've influenced a lot of people. So um, I thank you for that. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jean. Thank you. And I did owe that. I did owe that. You have been an excellent mentor for me. um, And I see that you have been a great example for when we went to the firehouse, all of the other uh, students that were there that, you know, just remembered you and, and what you instilled in the classroom and in, in their lives. And you've done the same for me. And I, I just want to thank you for even remembering me after a year um, regarding oh, the internship. My pleasure. My pleasure. And thank you so very much. And as we bring this show to a close, I want everybody to remember Jane Adams' belief that the good we secure for ourselves is precarious and uncertain until it is secured for all of us and incorporated into our common life. We at the AGA and we, the folks who believe in the greater good, truly have embraced a mission for the AGA Greater Chicago Chapter to transforming government accountability through collaborative leadership and innovation, to build a sustained community of public-private university partnership for our shared prosperity. As you go out there and Make your life choices. Remember, every interaction you have is an opportunity for transformation. So go change the world. Go make the greater good. And while you're doing it, please remember to start with your own. Thank you for tuning in to Unleash Your Inner Goldilocks, How to Get It Just Right. Please join Dr. Cass Henry again next Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition of the program. We'll see you then.